Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is a podcast from WOR. For cancer treatment, most prefer effective, non-invasive, well-tolerated outpatient therapy. That's Dr. Lederman, the radio surgery pioneer's goal, too. Dr. Lederman is first in America, first in New York, first for you with body radio surgery. Dr. Lederman hits your cancer with no cutting, no bleeding. Dr. Lederman has decades of experience with primary and metastatic large or small cancers from head to toe. Cancer treatment with possibly a second chance for you, even if chemo, radiation, or surgery didn't work or isn't tolerated. Goals are your best results and quality of life. Meet Dr. Lederman to hit the cancer. He's New York's only Harvard-trained, triple-board-certified radiation oncologist. Call 212-CHOICES, 212-CHOICES, to meet Dr. Lederman for a fresh second opinion. Most insurances, Medicare, Medicaid accepted. Free booklet DVD, too. Super convenient. Broadway and 38th in Manhattan. Meet Dr. Lederman to hit your cancer. Call 212-CHOICES, 212-CHOICES. Hats off to President Carter. Cancer-free after radio surgery. Why would a president choose radio surgery? For the same reasons as you. Non-invasive, outpatient, highly successful treatment that hits the cancer. When every hospital, every facility, every doctor thought standard radiation was okay, Dr. Lederman had a better idea. Dr. Lederman, first with body radio surgery in America. Dr. Lederman hits the cancer with no cutting, no bleeding. That's radio surgery. We hit the cancer, brain, body, or prostate. Longest experience in America performing body radio surgery. Best wishes to President Carter. You too can have presidential cancer treatment at Radio Surgery New York, 1384 Broadway at 38th. Accepting most insurances, Medicare, Medicaid. For a free booklet DVD, call us, 212-CHOICES. Presidential cancer treatment for you. Meet Dr. Lederman. Call 212-CHOICES, 212-CHOICES. Welcome, everybody. It's the Radio Surgery Show with Dr. Gil Lederman, M.D., New York's only Harvard-trained, triple-board-certified radiation oncologist who brings you the latest cancer treatment news, interviewing world-renowned cancer experts, delving to special cases, and, of course, answering your questions. I'm Rob Redstone, broadcasting from the WOR studios in the heart of New York City. And now, please welcome... Dr. Lederman. Thanks, Rob, and thanks, Noah, and it's great to be with you, and I am happy to be with you because there's so much to talk about, there's so much to learn. My name is Dr. Gil Lederman. I'm a cancer doctor. I'm here every day on the radio talking about my patients mainly, but sometimes I talk about topics of great concern related to the field of medicine or cancer medicine, and I'm going to do both today. I want to tell you about myself, just to introduce myself, because so often people are talking on the radio and they're saying things and you don't really know their credentials. Are they a doctor or a wannabe doctor or not a doctor or never was a doctor? Are they board certified? Who are they? 
They're telling you all these things about concoctions and remedies and doing this and eating that. And I can tell you that so many of my patients, when they come to me, that means they probably heard all kinds of cockamamie things, maybe some good things too, want to know the straight dope. They want to know what's true. Does diet really matter? How can they get rid of their cancer with diet and concoctions? Well, the answer is you can't make it simple. So many people think, oh, I'm going to cut out sugar and chocolate and steak and I'm going to go on a vegetarian. It doesn't matter. If you have a cancer, you need the proper treatment. There's things everyone can do, like don't get too much sun exposure without sunscreen or a hat or long sleeve shirts and have colonoscopy and have pap smears and mammograms. There's so many things. And not smoke. If you're 30 years old and you stop smoking today, you'll live 10 more years. So, wow, where can you get a return on an investment like that? You just stop doing something that costs a lot of money that's harmful to you. And in exchange, if you're a 30-year-old, you'll live 10 more years. Wow. So anyway, what am I going to talk about today? Well, something that's burning, and that is the latest article in one of the biggest newspapers in the New York Times. Again, talking about one of those super-duper, big, most famous hospitals. What are they doing again? Well, sometimes people think, oh, this hospital is like a religion. Everything's so pure and wonderful. And then all of a sudden... Just in the last three weeks, we found out that the top physician, the chief medical officer, was recommending drugs, even though the studies show the drugs doesn't work, and presumably he was doing that because he was on the board of the company getting oodles of money. He was getting millions of dollars from drug companies on six boards and investments and advisors and startup companies and they couldn't even count how much money he was getting because he wasn't required to report money from companies that had not yet produced drugs. Well, he was pushed out after a big scandal. Remember, he was a doctor who was in charge of all the other doctors. He was a chief doctor at one of the superest, pooperest places in town a town where people used to think, wow, it's beyond uh, beyond question. Well, it's not beyond question anymore. Week after week, day after day, there's articles documenting this scandal. Last week, there was a big article, again, in the, in the New York Times. And these are written, I can give you the reference, by Katie Thomas, T-H-O-M-A-S, and Charles Ornstein, O-R-N-S-T-E-I-N. Uh, last week was about... Investors, including members of the board of the the executive board of the super duper hospital, who are investing in companies, plan to make millions of dollars off of what? Well, off of someone like you or your friends or neighbors who had cancer and who had had their tissues reviewed, their tumor reviewed, where well, they're going to computerize. 25 million pathology slides and then all these people including the chairman of pathology was uh, one of the big co-investors and other people in the institution who weren't doctors were co-investors and the board of trustees members of the board of trustees were co-investors investing and planning to make millions of dollars from a hospital that's supposed to be a charity. The hospital's supposed to be a non-profit institution. This hospital has billions of dollars of assets, billions of dollars of assets. It collects in charity 
millions of dollars, tens of millions of dollars every year, and that's not enough? The board of trustees, which is supposed to oversee this super-duper pooper place, is filled with people who are trying to profit from their relationship in that hospital? I don't think that's how you and I and the world thought a board of trustees should be. We thought, I thought, the board of trustees should be there overseeing to stop the idea that people would profit from patients' cancer. And if it's such a wonderful idea and you have a hospital with billions of dollars of assets, why do they need co-investors to profit from the patient's work? When I was a student and resident on staff, we worked to better the life for the patient. We didn't do it for a profit. We wrote scientific articles and worked on our own time and investigated patients and their charts and treatments and reported it with no reimbursement. And now you hear doctors who are trying to profit, and indeed are, which we'll talk about in a couple of minutes, and the board of trustees, the overseers, and doctors at the highest level, including the chief medical officer and the CEO, a physician who's also on the board of a company. And what happens when that company's profits depend on that hospital giving or recommending their drugs? Who's getting the squeeze here? Is it the company where they sit on the board or the same doctors who are members of the hospital making recommendations? Or is it the patient? Where is the top priority? And why does a doctor have to be on a board of trustees? If he wants to work for industries, just give up his hospitals and give up his patients and go work for industries. Why is it that these super-duper hospitals allow these doctors to profit so much? And by the way, when these doctors go see a patient, I don't believe they ever, ever tell the patient, I'm recommending drug X, but by the way, I work for the company that makes drug X, and if I'm on the board of trustees of that company, I'm financially responsible for that company making a profit. Otherwise, I'd have to pay for their loss. So why doesn't the doctor personally tell the patient when he walks in the room, hi, I'm, I'm Dr. Smith, and I'm on the board of company z making drug x and i recommend drug x to you and then you can sit and say well maybe i don't trust this doctor maybe he's looking out more for the company or for the hospital than he is for me and that is the issue here that's the issue with all these uh, stories and these many many doctors and other people getting money when they really shouldn't be they should be isolated and work for the patient that's what i do that's what i do at 1384 broadway i'm a cancer doctor triple board certified the only harvard trained triple board certified radiation cancer doctor in new york and i have great qualifications i've written many papers and i don't go to the drug companies and say hey i'll give your drugs if you give me a million dollars a year i'll do this if you give me a million dollars of this or put me on your board or do this no Here at 1384 Broadway, the process is straight and the process is clear. And if you come as a patient, if you have a suspected cancer or cancer, or you're over there at one of those super-duper big places and you're getting chemo and it's not working, like so many patients, you have to ask yourself, why do these doctors keep on giving chemotherapy to the patients when it doesn't work? 
and have so many stories, which I'm going to talk about in just a few minutes. Why do they keep on giving the chemo when it doesn't work month after month, year after year, with the patient getting worse and worse and worse? Why? Well, now you got some idea. And uh, today, another article by uh, the same people, Katie Thomas and Charles Ornstein, and the vice president of the super duper big hospital has a director and this director is supposed to oversee hospital ventures with for-profit companies so this charity hospital that doesn't pay taxes right it's a non-profit has a director a vice president and you can read the article yourself it's in today's new york times that oversees hospital ventures with for-profit hospitals this means what it means exactly that, that it's seeking to benefit from companies in a financial way. And the vice president, this vice president at this super-duper hospital, got in one week in a windfall stake, windfall stake in a biotech company, $1.4 million just in one week. In one week, this vice president, who's in charge of hospital ventures with for-profit companies, got $1.4 million. Hey, he's getting a salary from that super-duper hospital. And he's investing in the companies that he's supposed to be investigating for the hospital. And he's investigating for himself. And he made $1.4 million. Wow. And uh, Thomas and Ornstein in the New York Times writes, the move to hand over his stake, he's being forced to give that money back because they realize how improper it is, right? They wouldn't make him give back $1.4 million if he invested in AT&T and AT&T made him $1.4 million. But he's investing in the companies that he's supposed to be working with for that super-duper hospital. And they go on to say the move to hand over his stake is one of several steps underway as the super-duper hospital, that's my word, super-duper, tries to contain a crisis which has already led to the resignation of its chief medical officer and a review of its conflict of interest policies. And they go on to say that several board members and executives of the nonprofit institution. Nonprofit. What's a nonprofit institution when all these people are making millions? This guy, 1.4 million in a week. Some board members and executives have maintained close ties to the health and drug industries at a time when stunning breakthroughs are generating excitement among investors and starting a flurry of biotech startups well are these people using their position in a super duper hospital to get the inside word that this doctor at this super duper hospital use his position at this so-called prestigious hospital to invest his money he had stock options worth $675,000 he had stock options in the future worth another $616,000 he had stocks that are now worth $106,000 more than he invested. Is this what you think of a non-profit, super-duper hospital that tries to be holier than thou? The hospital itself in this company has an 8.45% uh, stake. The hospital owns 8.45% of this company that itself is worth $73 million. Wow. 
Now they're trying to uh, they're trying to correct the public relations issue so that in the future future people won't be able to sign deals. But there's still deals now with the with the board of directors where they have, for example, the right to have 25 million patient slides, cancer patients with slides. Three members of the executive board started this company while they were at a super-duper big place. Wow. So what do you say about that? Well, it's time to clean house. And that's what we do here at Radio Surgery New York. There is no president to work for or pay for his salary there is no pharmaceutical industry, there's no drug company, there's no outsiders, there's no surgeons. We work for the patient, and that's it. When you come, if you have a cancer, a suspected cancer, you know that your doctor's proposing the best possible treatment for you. And if you see me, you will hear about all the options, and I'll talk about chemo and radiation and surgery. I'll talk about all of it all of it, because I believe you should know all the options. My name is Dr. Lederman, cancer doctor, working at 1384 Broadway, Broadway and 38th Street in the heart of New York City. You can call us, you can get information even now at 2-and-2-choices, 2-and-2-choices, that's 2-and-2-246-4237, 2-and-2-246-4237. We'll be right back. Prostate Cancer News. New York Times highlighted great risks of prostate cancer in black men. One in six black men will get prostate cancer, and one in 23 black men will die of prostate cancer. I'm Johnny Braggs. I know prostate cancer. Dr. Lederman treated me successfully more than 10 years ago. Sad to say, my stepdad died of prostate cancer before I met Dr. Lederman, and my uncle suffered from radical surgery. For prostate cancer, Dr. Lederman believes men want high success rates to avoid radical and robotic surgery and maintain sexual and urinary control like me. For prostate cancer screening and treatment, call 212 Choices. Free booklet DVD too. Call Dr. Lederman 212 Choices. 212 Choices for your appointment and to see great data. It changed my life. Most insurances, Medicare, Medicaid accepted. 1384 Broadway at 38th. Call Dr. Lederman 212 Choices. Glad I did. Many people with cancer come to Dr. Lederman when surgery didn't help and toxic chemo stopped working. Many come in pain. Many people with cancer come to Dr. Lederman when their caregiver has no more care to offer. Dr. Lederman, bringing innovative cancer care for decades. When the next cancer drug is not as promised, when surgery was the failed pass, we may be able to offer you new cancer treatment options. We treat new and recurrent cancers, small or large, most anywhere in the body, even if prior chemo, radiation, or surgery didn't work. Call Dr. Lederman, 212 Choices, 212 Choices for a free booklet, DVD, 38th and Broadway, most insurances, Medicare, Medicaid accepted. Harvard-trained, triple-board certified Dr. Lederman, 212 Choices, 212 Choices for innovative cancer treatment. Best is to meet Dr. Lederman in person. Call 212 Choices, 212 Choices. Welcome back to the Radio Surgery Hour. 
This is Rob Redstone here with Dr. Gil Lederman at the WOR Studios in the heart of New York City. We're just a few steps from the Radio Surgery New York Cancer Treatment Center on Broadway and 38th Street. Dr. Lederman, the leading cancer expert, treats prostate cancer non-invasively. He was the first in New York with fractionated brain radiosurgery, and he's the first in America and in the Western Hemisphere with body radiosurgery. You can also call Dr. Lederman at 212 Choices for a free informative booklet and DVD. Hey, Dr. Lederman, we're back. We're back. And by the way, we're live. You're welcome to call us at 1-800-321-0710. 1-800-321-0710. We're live. You can call us if you have questions about cancer or suspected cancer or other cancer issues. Call us at 1-800-321-0710. And, of course, we'll be on overnight tonight at 1 a.m. till 2 and 3 to 4 and then Sunday morning, tomorrow morning from 6 to 7 and then tomorrow we have a special two-hour show, 10 to noon, from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. and 11 a.m. till noon and then at 1 p.m. tomorrow Sunday afternoon until 2 and then Sunday night at 9 p.m. and every night at midnight. So there's lots of times to be together and we hope that you tune in and learn a lot. So again, we'll be on overnight from 1 a.m. till 2 a.m. and 3 a.m. till 4 a.m. and tomorrow morning, Sunday morning from 6 a.m. till 7 a.m. and from 10 a.m. till 11 a.m. and 11 a.m. till 12 a.m. and then after lunch at 1 p.m. to 2 p.m. Sunday tomorrow and then tomorrow night at 9 p.m. And every night at midnight, we will be on the air for you. And by the way, we are live. You can call us at 1-800-321-0710, 1-800-321-0710. I want to tell you about a lady I saw. She's 81. She's married, and she has diabetes and high blood pressure, and she saw her doctor, and she got some blood tests. Sometimes, like, you go to the doctor, you get blood tests. Well, they got blood tests, and they found that she had an elevated alkaline phosphatase, which is an enzyme. could be from various parts of the body, but the doctor just said, well, let me get a CAT scan. He got a CAT scan, and he saw a mass in the pancreas. She never had problems with the pancreas. She never had cancer markers for the pancreas. And then this doctor sent her to the surgeon, and the surgeon removed half of her pancreas and found actually three tumors, two cancers in the back half of the pancreas. And the patient then came to me for a second opinion. She was so happy that her doctor got this alkaline phosphatase, and her doctor told her, well, the alkaline phosphatase showed that there was a cancer there, and that's how he found it, he said. And I said, well, if that's the case, because it's usually not the case. Alkaline phosphatase, which is a blood test, is not a test for pancreas cancer. And please don't think it is. And I proved it to this lady. And how did I prove it? Well, I got another alkaline phosphatase. Before the surgery, before she knew she had pancreas cancer, it was 500. Afterwards, this week, I repeated the test. It's still 500 when her pancreas was half removed. So then we staged her up, and we saw what's in her body, and that's the issue. This is a woman who's got three tumors on her pancreas that was removed. She had two cancers, 
two separate cancers, and while the patient was there, I called the pathologist to confirm the pancreas cancer, and the woman had never been told she had three separate tumors in her pancreas. Another reason to come to Radio Surgery New York to find out what you truly have, and I can tell you so often people get me on the phone, they say, hey, Dr. Lederman, I just want to tell you what I have. I'll tell you 99% of the people don't actually know what they have in the detail that we need to know about it. And I'm not blaming the patient. It's just often the doctors who are taking care of the patients don't sit down and don't explain and don't tell the patient and don't give them the paperwork so they can discover what they have. And Radio City New York, it is so different. So this woman now understands she has three tumors in the pancreas, two cancers, and it's totally unrelated to the alkaline phosphatase. So what are we doing? We're staging her up. We're offering her other treatment. We're offering her treatment because the fatality rate of pancreas cancer is so high and she has multiple foci of cancer, multiple areas of cancer in her pancreas that she has a chance to be a long-term survivor. And we do have many long-term survivors. The best way is to come early and not delay, not delay. Don't delay the treatment. And I want to talk about a woman, well, she and her two sisters came in to see me just yesterday, and a lovely woman, and I thought they were going out, they looked like they were going out for dinner, they looked healthy and happy, and they were all together. Well, the patient was the 60-year-old sister, she's 60 years old, she's married, she has one child, and she was fine until two years ago when she started eating ice. Okay, there's a name for that. There's a medical name called pica when you start eating crazy things. And sometimes people think it's a result of upset imbalance of the body that causes people to eat a variety of different things. It doesn't have to be ice. It can be crayons and wax and all kinds of things that are not considered normal food. They aren't food. So at that time, because of the pica, she was actually found to be anemic, and the anemia was probably causing her craving in her mouth to eat ice. And she had a colonoscopy to to evaluate her anemia, and the colonoscopy found a colon cancer. This was about two years ago. She went to surgery at one of the super-duper big places. She had 68 lymph nodes taken, and two of the 68 had spread. Now, the patient reports there was no CAT scan or PET scan done before the surgery. Wow! It's what we talk about so often that the surgeon seems so hot to cut on the patient that they don't stop to stage up to determine the extent of the cancer. So they just popped in. They did call, they found a patient with anemia because uh, she was eating ice, she was anemic, did colonoscopy, found the cancer, sent her to the surgeon who removed part of the colon. And then she started on chemotherapy. And with chemotherapy, well, it wasn't working quite right. There were cancer markers. Kudos to the doctors who did cancer markers. The normal cancer mark, which is a blood test, is called CEA for colon cancer. And her CEA started rising while she's on chemotherapy. And finally, 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 the doctors got a scan of her body and they found cancer in her liver. They found cancer that had traveled to the liver. And she still at this super-duper fancy place is sent from the chemo doctor to the surgeons 
which so commonly happens, and we talk about it all the time. Sometimes when patients enter a hospital, it's almost like a pinball machine, and the patient is his ball bouncing around all the doctors, the chemo doctors, the pulmonary doctors, the liver doctors, the colonoscopy doctors, the surgeon doctors, the medical oncology doctors, like a pinball, and she gets hooked up with the surgeons, and the surgeons tell her she has to get these two tumors removed from her liver. We don't even know how long they were there. We don't even know if they were there before the colon cancer was uh, first discovered because the surgeons never did a scan before her initial surgery. So she did everything was asked of her. She got the liver tumors resected and she's been on chemotherapy. She's been on chemotherapy for nearly a year and three quarters, about two years. And she's suffering from this almost two years of chemotherapy. She has a neuropathy. She has, that's when you have pains and numbness in the hands and the feet. And she knows exactly which chemotherapy caused it. Her cancer marker was going up. In the past uh, couple months, her CEA was 4, and now it's more than 10. And the doctors told her, after getting a PET scan, that everything was okay, that she was okay. She had a PET scan. She had the cancer marker. And the doctors, the chemo doctors at the super-duper place told her, hey, don't worry about it. It's only a blood test. You don't need any more treatment for now. And then we'll start chemo more later. And she came with her sisters to understand what's going on in her body for the last two years. And that's what we sat down and explained to her. And I even called up the radiologist. She had a PET scan at this super-duper big place. Now, remember, the, her treating doctor, the chemo doctor, told her the PET scan was okay and the cancer marker didn't mean anything. Well, if it didn't mean anything, why was he doing the PET scan? Why was he doing the cancer marker? And we called up the radiologist and asked the radiologist, hey, can you please explain this PET scan? And the radiologist was great. Actually, we returned my call promptly while the patient was still there. And the patient on the speakerphone heard the doctor say that the basically the only thing this can be is recurrence of the cancer in the liver right where she had the surgery. And by the way, she had chemotherapy infused in the liver. She went through another operation to place a pump to pump chemo into her liver. So for nearly two years, she's had chemo through the veins. She's had chemo into the liver directly. And she had surgery to remove the two tumors in the liver and the cancers right back. And it's right back, and we know about it two separate ways. Number one, her CEA, the cancer marker, went from 4 to 10, and we repeated it. I repeated it just to show her that it's confirmed. And we called the radiologist, and she heard it from the radiologist that the cancer is back in the liver right where she had surgery at that super-duper big place. And she and her sisters were shocked because this doctor has been given chemo for nearly two years, and they couldn't believe that she was being misled by that doctor who's giving chemotherapy. Well, the, the radiology report said this is cancer coming back in the liver. The cancer marker basically is saying bad news. And she's wondering why she listened and got nearly two years of chemo, and none of it worked. She got chemo after the colon resection. 
and then the liver cancers grew. She got chemotherapy after the colon was removed and the liver removed, and the chemo kept on flowing for two years. Remember, chemo on average is about $10,000 a month. So if you take two years of chemo, that's about a quarter million dollars, plus multiple surgeries, plus a pump in her abdomen, plus the PET scans and CAT scans and other tests, and then to be told they don't know what the tests mean, it means nothing, when in fact the tests say unequivocally that the cancer is back in the liver and the CEA indicates that the cancer is back as well. And she asked me, what are the other options? She's had surgery, it didn't work. She's had chemo, it didn't work. And so we talked about all the options. You could have more chemo, but the likelihood of more chemo working is less and less and less. It's already not working. She had surgery, and she's not very hot to have more surgery. She had surgery on her colon cancer and surgery on the liver, and now the cancer's back. And we talked about other methods of treatment. We talked about treatment directly into that hole in their liver. We talked about radiosurgery, which is non-invasive treatment with a 90% success rate. And I can tell you that she likes the idea of non-invasive treatment. And then you have to wonder, why is Dr. Lederman, yours truly, the first doctor to bring radiosurgery of the body to America? And now you know, for people like this woman who's had surgery, two years of chemo, more surgery, none of it's worked. And that's why we have the largest, longest experience with stereotactic body radiosurgery in America. This is the work that we do every day. Did she need two years of chemo? Could she have come to us? Well, that would have been another option. Should she have gotten staged before she had that surgery? That I would have recommended. And you know, for every patient with cancer, I recommend proper staging of that cancer before someone gets cut that's just normal and following cancer markers well she's lucky she had the markers but then when the marker was abnormal her doctor told her to ignore it as if it meant nothing why did he do it it doesn't make sense none of it makes sense and that's why she's here and i believe she will have radio surgery because right now it's the most proper treatment reasonable treatment easy to tolerate treatment with high success rates, all at 1384 Broadway, the home of stereotactic body radiosurgery in America, first in America, first with Dr. Lederman, first with a team of doctors and physicists and dosimetrists and techs and staffs, all devoted not to the drug companies and not to the president of the hospital and not to pharmaceutical industry. They're all directed to you. My name is Dr. Lederman. We'll be right back. Invisible radiosurgery beams hit cancers. New and recurrent primary and metastatic, small or large, most anywhere in the body. Even if prior surgery, chemo, or radiation didn't work or isn't tolerated, we first brought body radiosurgery to America. When every hospital and physician thought standard radiation was okay, we're first again. Invisible beams attack cancer. Radiosurgery is invisible, non-invasive outpatient therapy that's not claustrophobic. With no cutting, no 
bleeding, no hospital stay, and no anesthesia. We've extensive experience with most cancers, lung, breast, prostate, and more. Free booklet DVD. Call 212 Choices. Meet Dr. Lederman in person at 38th and Broadway. Most insurances, Medicare, Medicaid accepted. When every hospital and physician thought standard radiation was okay, we're first again. Invisible radio surgery. Call 212 Choices. 212 Choices. Prostate Cancer News. New York Times highlighted great risks of prostate cancer in black men. One in six black men will get prostate cancer and one in 23 black men will die of prostate cancer. 240% higher mortality. Authors pleaded for action. Caribbean nations asked us, because of our results, to help their people with high prostate cancer and cancer rates in the Caribbean. Dr. Lederman agreed. We deliver innovative prostate cancer and cancer treatment for decades for all. For prostate cancer, we believe men wish high success rates to avoid radical and robotic surgery and to maintain sexual and urinary control. For prostate cancer screening and treatment, call Dr. Lederman, 212 Choices, free booklet DVD 2. Call Dr. Lederman, 212 Choices, 212 Choices for your appointment and see our great results. Most insurances, Medicare, Medicaid accepted. 1384 Broadway at 38th. Dr. Lederman, 212 Choices. Welcome back to the Radio Surgery Hour. This is Rob Redstone here with Dr. Gil Lederman at the WOR Studios in the heart of New York City. We're just a few steps from the Radio Surgery New York Cancer Treatment Center on Broadway and 38th Street. Dr. Lederman, the leading cancer expert, treats prostate cancer non-invasively. He was the first in New York with fractionated brain radiosurgery, and he's the first in America and in the Western Hemisphere with body radiosurgery. You can also call Dr. Lederman at 212 Choices for a free informative booklet and DVD. Hey, Dr. Lederman, we're back. We are back. I want to talk about a 59-year-old woman. She's single, and she's had breast cancer. She uh, had a long history. She went to one of the, again, super-pooper big places. They did a lumpectomy. They removed the lump of cancer. They took out 15 lymph nodes. She was triple negative. That means she was not sensitive to estrogens or progesterone uh, inhibition. She uh, had a lumpectomy, and her surgeon told her he got all the cancer out. And because the surgeon told her he got all the cancer out, ignoring medical facts, and that is that if you have a breast cancer, for most women, lumpectomy is not enough treatment. The cancer cells often reside in the breast and can travel from the breast elsewhere. Lumpectomy alone is not enough for most women with breast cancer and a surgeon maybe you want to be macho i got it all out i got it all out well i didn't get it all out how do i know that well a year later the cancer came back in the breast and then she went to another super duper big hospital and they removed the breast the surgeon again told her he got it all out so she decided not to have any treatment so she didn't have any treatment and then she went to a super pooper 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 place and was seen there they wanted to give her chemo and radiation now why because the cancer has come back right where the breast was so she had a right breast cancer did lumpectomy told her they got all the cancer out she declined other therapy even though we need we know that the proper treatment would have been a short course of radiation here at 1384 broadway she didn't do it because the surgeon told her he got all the cancer out. Then the cancer came back in the breast. Again, the surgeon told her he got it all out. 
she didn't do any other treatment. And now, after lumpectomy, after mastectomy, the cancer is coming back right in the same area, and it's painful. There's purple and red nodules across her right chest where the breast used to be. We staged her up. We found out where the cancer is, and luckily for her, the cancer's only in that area. Unluckily for her, it came back, and unluckily for her, she didn't get the right treatment first, even though she was at super-duper big places. And I saw her and evaluated her, and yes, she's got this cancer right in the chest wall area. She had an MRI of the chest wall. She had a subcutaneous mass there and she has a lymph node involvement. So she's here now to commence treatment, and this is the work that we do every day. When I came to New York, 97% of the women were getting mastectomies for breast cancer in the big hospitals, whereas in my practice, 90% of women were keeping their breast as breast cancer treatment. The difference was not the woman. The difference was the fact that Many women came here, 1384 Broadway, to be seen and evaluated and not pushed into surgery when it was not mandatory. If a woman wants to have mastectomy or wants to have lumpectomy, whatever, it's her woman's choice. But that woman should not be pushed into mastectomy for no reason without knowing all the options and I think personally it'd be better for a woman to come into 1384 Broadway and be seen and learn about all the options first before she makes a decision. That's my own view and I have strong feelings about that. I have strong feelings that there's a lot of surgery going on that really does not benefit the woman and obviously in this woman she had lumpectomy it didn't benefit her because the cancer came back she had mastectomy it didn't benefit her because the cancer came right back so try to get a plan in place to have proper treatment and to learn about the extent of the treatment before you make a decision don't just think oh, i'm going to have a lumpectomy i'll be fine or a mastectomy i'll be fine learn about what that truly means and that's why so many people come here to 1384 Broadway, whether it's for breast cancer, prostate cancer, lung cancer, brain tumors. This is the work we do every day. I want to talk about a man, by the way, from South Carolina. He came and he's 56 years old, so he's pretty young, and he has lots of disease. He has heart disease and high blood pressure and cholesterol and gout, and he's obese. And back in South Carolina, so it's not only in New York. If you think it's only in New York, you're wrong. He had a Gleason 7 cancer, PSA 6. So it's an intermediate risk. He had multiple cores Gleason 7 in his prostate cancer. He had five cores positive. Usually when a biopsy is done of the prostate, there's about 12 needles that go in. Usually, not always. And five of those were cancer. Well, he was pushed to have surgery in South Carolina. They pushed him. Even though if he read our book that he would have seen the success rate for surgery is only 60%. With us, it's 90%. But again, they didn't have the data. They didn't show the comparison. They just pushed him for surgery. Well, this man had so much trouble with his heart disease and with obesity that they couldn't put him to sleep. They couldn't do the radical prostatectomy and when i saw him i told him that was probably his best day that they couldn't do it because had they done it most probably 
Number one, he would lose his sexual function. Number two, most probably he'd lose control of his urine. And number three, highly likely the cancer would come rip-roaring back. And that's the data. It's not me saying. It's the medical facts. Whereas with us, most likely with a Gleason 7 cancer, most likely he would be cancer-free. And that's true 90% of the time. Well, this man has finished up his treatment. He came to us. He's done great. He avoided radical surgery. He avoided general anesthesia of radical surgery. He avoided sexual loss of radical surgery. He avoided urinary leakage of radical surgery. And he's headed home happy and treated. And this is the work that we do. And we have patients here from around the world who come for many reasons. This man came because the radical surgery they were pushing on him just was impossible. They couldn't put him to sleep. And that's another reason to avoid radical surgery, another reason to avoid the hospitals and the complications and infections and the impotence and the incontinence associated with radical robotic surgery. My name is Dr. Lederman. We'll be right back. When Dr. Lederman came to New York from Harvard, 97% of women in New York were losing their breasts as breast cancer treatment, but 90% of Dr. Lederman's patients with breast cancer were keeping their breasts. Dr. Lederman, an outspoken advocate of breast-saving therapy, educated women about choices. To arm every woman about breast cancer, choices, breast-saving whenever possible and desired. When every hospital thought standard radiation was okay, Dr. Lederman had a better idea. Innovative Dr. Lederman first brought brain radiosurgery to New York and body radiosurgery to America. Meet Dr. Lederman, breast conserving therapy over decades. 1384 Broadway at 38th. Call 212 Choices. 212 Choices about breast cancer treatment. Most insurances, Medicare, Medicaid accepted. For a fresh second opinion, call Dr. Lederman. Breast cancer treatment, call 212 Choices. 212 Choices. Call Dr. Lederman today. 212 Choices. Many people with cancer come to Dr. Lederman when surgery didn't help and toxic chemo stopped working. Many come in pain. Many people with cancer come to Dr. Lederman when their caregiver has no more care to offer. Dr. Lederman bringing innovative cancer care for decades. When the next cancer drug is not as promised, when surgery was the failed pass, we may be able to offer you new cancer treatment options. We treat new and recurrent cancers, small or large, most anywhere in the body, even if prior chemo, radiation, or surgery didn't work. Call Dr. Lederman, 212 Choices, 212 Choices for a free booklet, DVD, 38th and Broadway, most insurances, Medicare, Medicaid accepted. Harvard-trained, triple-board certified Dr. Lederman, 212 Choices, 212 Choices for innovative cancer treatment. Best is to meet Dr. Lederman in person. Call 212 Choices, 212 Choices. Welcome back to the Radio Surgery Hour. This is Rob Redstone here with Dr. Gil Lederman at the WOR Studios in the heart of New York City. We're just a few steps from the Radio Surgery New York Cancer Treatment Center on Broadway and 38th Street. Dr. Lederman, the leading cancer expert, treats prostate cancer non-invasively. He was the first in New York with fractionated brain radiosurgery, and he's the first in America and in the Western Hemisphere with body radiosurgery. You can also call Dr. Lederman at 212 Choices for a free informative booklet and DVD. Hey, Dr. Lederman, we're back. We're back, and we're learning a lot together. I want to talk about a woman who came to me two years ago. This is a woman back then was 69 years old. 
She has two kids. She had diabetes. She came for a second opinion about breast cancer two years ago. And she felt a lump in the breast two years before that, meaning four years ago, she felt a mass in the right breast, the upper portion near the nipple. And since that time, the cancer has been growing and it's been eating through the breast. So the breast has been shrinking and the breast is distorted and the cancer is eating through the skin. And she had a biopsy showing cancer. She came to me, but her doctors never did a PET scan. The biopsy had been done now, it's almost three years ago, and she had no treatment. Her weight back then was 156. Two years before, it was 176. She lost 20 pounds, mainly in one year, with a height of five foot four. And I examined her, and she had masses in the armpit on the right side. She had this right breast, which was shrunken and distorted, involving the skin. There was a mass about 7 centimeters, almost the size of a big man's fist. The cancer was involving the nipple. There was distortion of the nipple and the skin. The rest of her body was okay, but this cancer was off the wall, eating through the breast. Wow, oh, wow, oh, wow, oh, wow. This is what we saw. And, well... I met with her. We talked about all the options. And she chose, she chose, believe it or not, two more years of concoctions. Concoctions, enemas, and vitamins, and acupuncture, and ozone, and vitamin C, and uh, cartilage, and diets, and no sugar, and too much sugar, and too little this, and too little that. And none of it worked. None of it worked. The cancer kept on growing. And finally, two years after I first saw her, four years after she was diagnosed with this fungating cancer, eating through the breast, destroying the breast, spreading to the armpit, eating through the nipple, devastating the breast, she's finally decided to come here for our treatment only declining chemotherapy declining surgery only wanting our treatment and we see so many women like her so many women with advanced breast cancer of course we want every woman to be diagnosed early if they're going to have breast cancer and many cancers can be diagnosed so early the success rate is in the high 90 percent so that's what we urge you can self-examine your breasts on a monthly basis have your physician examine your breasts come in for mammograms or ultrasounds or mris there's lots of testing that can be done if appropriate just give us a call at 212 choices 212-246-4237 246-4237 and we'll check you out we'll send you a booklet you can make an appointment we accept most insurances medicare medicaid we're at 1384 broadway in the heart of new york city it's so easy to get to us all the trains metro north goes to grand central close by to us long island railroad new jersey transit path trains come right to penn station so close to us all the buses from across america go into port authority just a few steps from us and there's 14 subway lines that come right to our office or within a short distance the one two three four five six ace nqr bd fm seven and s so it's very easy to get to us and we made it that way we wanted to be convenient for you convenient for 
you. And we're talking about a man who came from Pennsylvania. He's a 61-year-old man. He's married. He has a child, and he had prostate cancer. He was newly diagnosed. He was being seen in a super place at the neighboring state. He was told he had Gleason 7 cancer. He woke up twice a night to urinate. His dream was okay, but he has increased frequency of urination. He worked in the military for 30 years, and he chose our treatment. By the way, I should tell you, his father had prostate cancer. We often see that. We see that often, but you can have prostate cancer without your father or brother having cancer. So we treated him for a Gleason 7, PSA 7 prostate cancer, and we treated him five years ago. And he came in this week happy, smiley, and he should be because, number one, his PSA is zero. Number two, after our treatment, his sex life works. Number three, after our treatment, his urinary life works. This is so different than with surgery or robotic surgery or other methods of treatment. You can see our booklet. We have a special booklet about prostate cancer and a two-part DVD, which I would encourage you to take a look at. Just get get us on the phone. Call 212 Choices. You can call now. You can call daytime. You can call nighttime. You can call seven days a week. Call 212 Choices, and you can get an appointment or a booklet, DVD, or you can come into our office. Many people come to our office because it's so convenient to pick up extra materials. We know that listeners save lives. I know that because I see so many patients, and they tell me, someone came up to me, I didn't even know that person. I did not know that person. They heard me in the grocery store, in the hospital, or Macy's, talking about my cancer, and they came up and said, hey, you may want to see Dr. Lederman at 1384 Broadway. Call them at 212 Choices. Yes, and many of our listeners work to save lives because you're listening and learning and understanding about cancer and the differences between walking in the door of a super-duper big place where they may have certain motives or walking into 1384 Broadway where we have one motive, and that is to fight for you if you wish. If you wish, give us a call at 212 Choices. We accept most insurances, Medicare, Medicaid. And I want to talk about a man who flew in from London. We so often hear about national health care and so on. Well, this is a man who's 53 years old, lives and works and resides and is a citizen of the United Kingdom. He's married. He's got two children. And uh, he came to us because he wanted better treatment for his Gleason 6, PSA 6 prostate cancer. He had a high PSA, more than four is considered abnormal. His PSA was six. His PSA rose up to 4.1. He had an abnormal MRI. His weight was 12 stones, and he came to us and just finished. He finished this week and is headed back to U.K., London, treated successfully with good results, tolerated well, happy, healthy, sexual life working, urinary life working. This is the work that we do every day. My name is Dr. Lederman. I hope you learn a lot. We'll be back tomorrow morning at 6 a.m. and then tomorrow Sunday at 10 a.m. till 11 and 11 to 12 and then Sunday from 1 to 2 and Sunday night from 9 to 10 and every night on WOR. If you need to call us, just give us a call at 212-CHOICES. We have lots of information to give to you, to send to you at no charge. You can 
Check us on the web at listenerssavelives.com. Many people, many listeners come into our office at 1384 Broadway and pick up extra booklets and extra DVDs to give to their friends and neighbors. My name is Dr. Lederman. Thank you so much. God bless you, and I hope you are well. Thanks for tuning in to the Radio Surgery Hour with Dr. Gil Lederman and myself. If you have questions before next week's show or want a free informative booklet and DVD, just contact Dr. Lederman at 212-CHOICES. That's 212-246-4237. That's 212-246-4237. For cancer treatment, most prefer effective, non-invasive, well-tolerated outpatient therapy. That's Dr. Lederman, the radio surgery pioneer's goal, too. Dr. Lederman is first in America, first in New York, first for you with body radio surgery. Dr. Lederman hits your cancer with no cutting, no bleeding. Dr. Lederman has decades of experience with primary and metastatic large or small cancers from head to toe. Cancer treatment with possibly a second chance for you, even if chemo, radiation, or surgery didn't work or isn't tolerated. Goals are your best results and quality of life. Meet Dr. Lederman to hit the cancer. He's New York's only Harvard-trained, triple-board-certified radiation oncologist. Call 212-CHOICES, 212-CHOICES, to meet Dr. Lederman for a fresh second opinion. Most insurances, Medicare, Medicaid accepted. Free booklet DVD, too. Super convenient. Broadway and 38th in Manhattan. Meet Dr. Lederman to hit your cancer. Call 212-CHOICES. 212-CHOICES. Hats off to President Carter. Cancer-free after radio surgery. Why would a president choose radio surgery? For the same reasons as you. Non-invasive, outpatient, highly successful treatment that hits the cancer. When every hospital, every facility, every doctor thought standard radiation was okay, Dr. Lederman had a better idea. Dr. Lederman, first with body radio surgery in America. Dr. Lederman hits the cancer with no cutting, no bleeding. That's radio surgery. We hit the cancer, brain, body, or prostate. Longest experience in America performing body radio surgery. Best wishes to President Carter. You too can have presidential cancer treatment at Radio Surgery New York, 1384 Broadway at 38th. Accepting most insurances, Medicare, Medicaid. For a free booklet DVD, call us, 212-CHOICES. Presidential cancer treatment for you. Meet Dr. Lederman. Call 212-CHOICES, 212-CHOICES. This has been a podcast from WOR. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.